you can get any hot beverage for $1 with the 7-Eleven app. Wait, any hot beverage? Any hot beverage you want for just $1. Even a pumpkin spice latte? <sighs> Even a pumpkin spice latte. But are you judging me because I'm a man who PSLs? Mostly I'm judging you because you're rooting for the other team, but also because you can get any hot beverage at any size for $1 with your 7-Eleven app and you only get a pumpkin spice latte. Hey man, I like what I like. 7-Eleven, be game day ready. Plus tax where applicable, valid at participating locations. Welcome to the Jarjur Brothers Podcast. You are listening to a pre-recorded version of our show, Sound Sports, a daily debate show about sports. And I'm your co-host, Sammy Jarjur. And I'm George Jarjur, and we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sound Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Also, do not forget to tune in to our live Facebook show, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. You can tune in at facebook.com slash S-O-N-T live. And I'm glad to be here in Seattle, but stay cool, America. But first, please enjoy our intro music by Jacob West. We know why I know you know we know why you fill in my baseline, fill in my, fill in my baseline, you fill in my baseline, you fill in, you fill in my baseline. Good afternoon and welcome into Sant Live Sports Radio Redefined. You are watching that being said with George and Sammy. Georgeur. And this is episode 335 of Sant Live brought to you by Freshly. And we'll get to that today, but we're talking sports. We're back. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We'll be talking for a few days. I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Arjour. We're coming at you live and direct from the Sun Live Studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on Facebook.com slash Live or my personal periscope, G. Arjour, or Sammy's personal periscope, Arjour Sammy. That's me. What's going on, my man? How are you doing? Fantastic. Before we get into the show, George, um, I want to just give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Yes, please. And that is Freshly. It's always fresh, never frozen. A fridge full of fresh meals for the week. Freshly does all the meal preps for you. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Made with all natural ingredients. So if you're busy, not a lot of time to eat healthy, or cooking isn't for you, but want to eat healthy and stay fit, Freshly makes eating healthy easy. Healthy, easy, and made easy for the whole family. Uh, I thought Sammy nailed it this time. I did. It was good. It was good. I purposely paused there. I'm nailing it this time. I didn't say anything wrong. It's simple. You go to Freshly.com, that's F-R-E-S-H-L-Y.com, and enter our exclusive promo code SONT, that's S-O-N-T, at the checkout, and you'll get $40 off your first two orders, free shipping on every single one. That's a blowout deal. That's six meals cooked by Freshly Chefs for just $39. It's Freshly's best offer ever. It's only valid for a limited time. Nothing better for the New Year's if you're trying to lose weight. So go to Freshly.com and enter promo code SONT, S-O-N-T, at the checkout, and you'll get this deal. And also, I'll let George announce this, but we do have a little announcement. Yeah, um, for those of you just watching right now, and we'll trickle on and say this a few times just because a lot of people you know, tune in, tune out, tune in, tune out. But we're going to be changing up uh, our shows in a pretty drastic way, but in a very good and positive way. We're moving off of George's Jungle in, in the morning. We're moving off to speak up with Sammy Georgeur. And we're going to make, that being said, with George and Sammy Georgeur, not a one-and-a-half-hour show anymore. It's actually going to be three hours long, so you guys are going to get a whole bunch of us 
one long, long show, like a radio show. I mean, we saw the trends in this media industry. I mean, you look at uh, even local radio, Brock Heward and Mike Soft, three hours in the morning. Uh, we were watching the Mike and Mad Dog documentary. They did a five-hour show. I mean, obviously with commercials and all that is a little bit different, but uh, Colin Cowherd in the morning, three hours. Clay Travis in the morning, three hours. So one of the things we thought we should do is make sure that we go ahead and do it in a way to where, look, we'll be together for about an hour at the beginning of a show. I'll have my own half an hour segment at some point in the show. Sammy will probably have his, uh, about a half an hour. We'll have half an hour, but sometimes it'll be more, sometimes it'll be less, depending on what's going on at that moment. And then we'll have the last hour of a show together discussing a few more things. So you'll get a long, cool, fun, three-hour show. That way, if yep. you can't tune in... Maybe some days there'll be a full three hours of us if it's a huge day in sports. Absolutely. It's just one of those things will probably work out as a... As we go through. As we go through. Yeah. You know, maybe we notice that we don't need these little segments or maybe we have a little break in between. Um, you'll notice we're going to try to use, start using more technology now that we have a better system where if we're talking about a video or a clip or something, we actually might have the ability now to pull that on the screen, let you right. guys see it um, and hear it, you know, for those that are just listening audio-wise. Um, and you'll be able to actually see what we're talking about instead of, oh, if you guys did happen to see the... Bill Belichick interview, then do this. Or if you didn't, if you happen to see this, now you'll actually be able to possibly see them. We'll have different segments. We might change the set a little bit so we don't have to crank our neck so much. Yes, pulling this forward, making the chairs a little more sideways. Um, my neck is starting to have problems. So um, we are three hundred and thirty-five. Just learn not to look at each other the whole entire time. I think me and Sammy both, uh, as you know, we are rookies to the radio industry. This is still our what six. Sixth month, seventh month. Well, when you start having, when you start having like really, you know, when we, when we disagree on a topic a lot, that's when you really want to start like looking at someone and yeah. being like, "Are you serious? Are you crazy?" Yeah. Instead but, of just looking right at the camera, instead yeah. of going, "Hey," like because so, I don't think you're crazy in the camera. I think he's crazy right now. I have to stare at him. I'm not I know. Telling him. I, like, <laughs> so, I like every time. I think that's why I say a lot of outlandish things. So I think Sammy tends to look at me a lot more. Yeah, I'm always like, dude, there's no yeah. way you just said that. Yep, and, and guess what, Sammy? Huh. There is. There is a way. Exactly. When, there's a, there, when there's a will, there's a way. Um, sweet Cece on uh, Periscope says, hey, guys, happy holidays, and nice. She likes the idea. Awesome. Thank I'm you, glad. Cece. Thank you. Yeah, we, we just want to be on longer, and, and here's our theory, really. Obviously, if, if you don't think there's business reasons to these things, of course there's business reasons. We're, you know, we're doing what? this. Um, we're doing this as businessmen. And as people that love sports, but we want to be able to make sure we have websites that run nice for you guys, that we have articles and videos on the page that you guys like. We want to make sure that we can keep building this thing. And this gives us the most amount of time, but also gives us enough time for between 2.30 and 5.30. If you, you know, maybe you can't make the times we have right now, but if we give you a three-hour segment, I'm sure there's some point in that three hours that you'll probably be able to make it. And that is our hope and our goal. Um, we're 335 episodes in. Now, that sounds like a big number, but realistically, there was three shows a day sometimes, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we're probably only on this show together at 100, 110 yeah, or so. Getting, and you know, the only problem with what we're doing, it's going to take a lot longer to get to the thousandth episode, but that's okay. That's fine. That's in about a year, better. we'll be at a thousand. Yeah. You never know. We still might have some special episodes once in a while. That's something, you know, we'd love to do long term is always be able to bring you guys special content do shows outside of the studio, you know, at pubs or in 
places, if we start traveling, etc., etc. So, one thing that we always ask from you guys is we try to give everything out for free, free content. So, free articles, videos, shows, etc., etc. So, the best thing you guys can do for us is always for putting stuff on Twitter or on facebook.com slash live. If you don't follow us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash live sports. Um, everywhere that you see us, subscribe, like our stuff, help spread the Sant Live word. Um, that's all we can ask from you as we try to give you guys all this content and whatnot for free oh, yeah. because we want you guys to enjoy. You kind of said it better myself, my man. Um, it's a fun journey. So we're going to actually just for those, we're not going to just jump right into it and do it today or tomorrow or the day after. But right after the New Year's, our first New Year's show is going to be at that new time. It's going to be 230 Pacific time till 5.30 Pacific time, which is uh, Eastern time, 5.30 to 8.30 at night. Um, and it's going to be Monday through Friday. So it's going to be really cool. And, you know, it seems like maybe we're shrinking as far as the content because we're not giving him to speak up and we're not giving George's Jungle out long with this show. But actually, we're adding 30 minutes of content each and every day, which is really cool. Well, it's actually an increase in content, but just in a different way. In a way, I think it's just more easy to, for the consumer to understand. Oh, they have a show from 2.30 to 5.30. Yep. It's not like, oh, 11.30, 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock. We're going to have more content realistically. The fact that we'll have more content um, as, a, as a whole. So if you follow us on Twitter or on YouTube or on Facebook, which you, you should follow us on all of them, you or should. on Instagram, you'll see more content in general. Um, there might even be more opportunity for us to have shorter video clips of us and clips of games and, and articles and all this because we're condensing our shows into that time. Um, but it's really, at the end of the day, going to be better content that you're going to get from us on this show. You're going to get more content, things pulled up on the screen possibly. Like if I say, dude, LeBron James had the craziest dunk of ever yesterday. It can be pulled up on our screen now. We can play it for you and then talk about it. Um, advanced technology, et cetera, et cetera. So Absolutely. we're here hoping that you guys are going to love this. And I think you guys will, um, and never hesitate to give us feedback because we love feedback. Uh, yes, we do. Positive and, or negative. Positive or negative. And in general guys, uh, we're just really excited to do this next step, especially here. You know, it gives us a good opportunity going into the, you know, chunk of a basketball season as much as, uh, Football season is winding towards the end. This is a perfect time to do this as well because we're beginning right into the playoffs, right into into um, the NFL Super Bowl season, baseball season. It just gives us a lot of different things, helps us fine-tune our craft and fine-tune ourselves as the showmen that we are. And one thing not to forget um, is that the time is going to be 2.30 to 5.30 Pacific time, which... For you guys in the East Coast, that's 5.30 to 8.30. Central time, that's 4.30 to 7.30. So it'll be on during that time frame. Um, and like like George said already, um, but I'm just reiterating, there's going to be a whole bunch of different changes. We're going to figure out how, you know, at what point are we going to have a break in the middle of the show where I'm by myself or he's by himself or, you know, maybe one day that doesn't happen if there's just a good flow with, with breaks. We'll figure it out and it's going to be on the fly. But I would be be ready to be consistent with that time of 2.30 to 5.30 Pacific time. Um, and we're going to be giving you the best content we could possibly give you. And I hope you guys are never disappointed. We've been working hard to make this better each and every day. Yeah, we really have. So uh, thank you very much, Sam, for that. 
Uh, we'll announce it again later on during the show. We'll probably announce it multiple times today, tomorrow, and Friday. Probably post stuff online too. So uh, I say we get started, Sammy. Um, and Kofi King's kid said, yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's, what's up, up bro? Uh, I think you just missed our spiel probably for w what we're saying. But new times, it's going to be 2.30 to 5.30 Pacific time every day. Three-hour show of me and George. Um, it's going to be awesome, which is literally awesome. i know you're in a different time zone but that'd be pretty much an hour back from now is when we start for a whole three hours and he said he's watching live from ghana west africa yeah. what time is it in ghana right now let's see is he in accra i wonder what ghana city. west africa yeah, yeah but this, ghana is in west africa but the, the city which city in ghana not sure but it's 11:26 in ghana p.m so king kofi we will be starting every single day at 10:30 p.m Ghana time going until 1.30 a.m. Ghana time. So if you ever want to catch us at night, we're going to be on from 10.30 to 1.30 a.m. your time. So literally any time at the end of the day, you can tune in. That's our new time schedule. Thank you for tuning in all the way from West Africa. We, you know we always appreciate that. Yeah, we've had some I mean, crazy. we got some people from Russia watch, some people from Brazil, some people from West Africa. It's pretty amazing. Christian McMahon says, what up? Mick Mahone. Mick Mahone. That's a good name, man. Where are you from? Um, he, first time commenter, I believe. So. I think so. What's up? Um, he said what? If you're wondering what we're talking about right now, we're about to start our show. Um, and he said what up, bro? And we're just telling people we have a new time change coming, which is going to be 2.30 to 5.30 Pacific time every day starting next week after the new year, which is three hours, which is 4.30 to 7.30 Central time which is 5.30 to 8.30 Eastern time. Um, and Gary Cole, what's up, Gary? He said, sorry, I haven't been active in a min, but much love. What up, Gary Cole? How you doing? Gary, how you You've doing? been uh, missing. All, I know he's a Chiefs fan. I remember this. I know. He's been missing during the five-game losing streak. Six game, what was it, five or yeah, six? Yeah, five-game losing streak. Now we're you're back. back. Now, now when they clinch the division, he's back. What up, Gary? Back, Gary, I guess we got to have the Chiefs win for you to show up. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Chiefs now. It looks like you're here when they win. Yeah, Mahomes is starting this weekend. That's pretty cool, just because they've clinched, not for any Yeah, George, uh, George guaranteed Mahomes will be starting like six times this year. Yep. George is like, I'm calling for Mahomes. I was like, bro. Alex I said, I said, I guarantee Mahone starts a game this year, and I was absolutely right. This is, that is, there is different ways for that to I work. I didn't put any qualifiers. I said Mahone's going to start a game. What's Mahone doing this week, Sammy? You kind of said actually that you guarantee Alex Smith will be benched. He's not being benched. He's just on the bench. Different. Being benched on the bench, getting laid, or paying for it. You're still laid. That's a good theory. It is a great Try that with your wife when you're married. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, King, Kofi Kingston said, do we have an injury update on his man, Steph Curry? You know, um, I don't, but they're going to reevaluate him uh, next week. Day, I yeah, I think after Christmas, 25th, after Christmas. So right now they're going to be reevaluating re Steph Curry. Um, here's my theory on that, by the way. I think with Steph Curry and with Isaiah Thomas, both these guys could play right now if they needed to, if it was the NBA Finals. Curry's too valuable for this team, and they're too fucking good even without him um, for Curry to even uh, come back if he's not 100%. Like, right. he could play in the finals right now, I bet. I saw him warming up. But you don't risk Curry right now in December. No, Just like the not. Cavs don't risk Isaiah Thomas. Like, take your damn time. Yeah, take your time with these guys. No reason to rush. Um, I'm officially a Curry fan, though. Yeah. I like him more than Kevin Durant. So Same here. 
there's something about Durant now that just grinds my gears. A lot of things grind my gears. And uh, and the Christian said Alabama game this weekend. So let's just start with college football. It sounds like you want to yeah, talk about wanna, college that's football. That's where we want to go today. We'll start with college football. Look, um, if, if I know it's your first time tuning in, uh, Christian, but as far as you know, I everyone who watches on a regular basis, that's my sport. I mean, I guess the NFL too. But this year, college football, I've been on an absolute fire as far as my gambling picks, as far as – my insights on what's going to be going on. The show is not about gloating. He was on, not on fire to start the year. I finished. Turn fire. I finished twenty four and six in my last thirty games, and no, sometimes I'll gloat. If I got to gloat, I'll gloat. I've been not on fire in the NFL. Anyway, Alabama game this weekend. I like their matchup against Clemson this year. I really believe with the young quarterback for Clemson, uh, Alabama is going to be able to do a lot of what they want to do on the defensive side of a ball. I believe that uh, Jalen Hurts is going to have a really big game against this team that he's already played against last year, which I know it's different players, but same schematic team of Clemson. So I actually think Alabama is going to get into the national championship game against – should I give out my pick who they're going to be playing, Sammy? No, let's talk this game first. Okay, go ahead. So, yeah, I actually think in general, if you're going to ask my prediction about this Alabama game, I think Alabama wins in another thriller against Clemson, 37-31. to 31. Alabama roll tide. Yeah, I um Okay, first of all, one of my biggest guarantees about a couple weeks ago on the so last right weekend, yeah, yeah, if you go to our page, I had a weekend guarantee. It was that final weekend where what was it? It was Miami versus uh Miami Clemson, Clemson and Alabama all this. had the off week and Auburn had played Georgia. And I said my one guarantee of the weekend was that Alabama will find its way into the college football playoffs as a team that's sitting out of a conference championship. And you know why I said that? Because we've seen in past years, you don't have to be the conference champion to be in the playoffs. You know what you need to be? One of the four best teams to the committee. Mm -hmm. And Alabama's one loss does not take them away from being one of the best four teams. Now, they had to have some things fall their way. If everybody ahead of them won, they would have had some issue getting in, right? That's fair. But... I've always said we've watched college football enough to know that something's going to happen championship weekend. And it did. And more right, Sammy. Yeah, and now we're here, and it's Bama playing Clemson, right? And if you asked Clemson, and there was behind closed doors, and they'd actually answer this, I bet they would say the one team they do not want to face out of these three mm-hmm. would have been Alabama. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So I'm going to take Alabama in this game. There's three-point favorites I saw. Um, and I would take Alabama – Simply because of this. And this is where it's going to play a role in my next prediction as well. Um, First of all, I think Alabama as a whole as a team is probably better. I would honestly say the coaching is pretty much – I like Double Sweeney a lot, but Nick Saban has a little edge on him. Yeah, a little bit. But I like Double – then again – it could be a recruiting edge that Nick Saban has. Dabo maybe might be an actual better coach to win at Clemson than yeah. the way you know and, Saban and, built and, this and dynasty. And Dabo's the next head coach at the University of Alabama. One day, you know, yeah. One day. I mean, he was an assistant there. He played football there. I think uh, Clemson fans are pretty. I mean, look, if Clemson offers him a whole lot of more money than Alabama. Yeah, he'll stay in Clemson. I think Dabo's the next head coach at Alabama once Saban retires. Or Saban leave just because, look, you can't. he's done so much for clubs. He's a hell of a coach. But what else is he going to do? He's won the national championship. Well, unless he wins again this year and then gets recruited as a wins again the next year, if he turns, if he turns 
Clemson into like well, Alabama's been for like the 10 year stretch, yeah. it might be hard to leave. Yeah, but that's true. That's the only way. Let's say Clemson loses to Bama this year, and then Clemson, you know, is around in the picture for the next five years, and then Nick Saban retires. Then he's going to be like, yeah, I can go add to Nick Saban's legacy yep. and just keep on winning. Because, yeah, I, I mean, completely agree there. that's where the difference is. I just think, in le- but they'd have to win like three in the next five, six, seven, like, or whatever. Depends how soon Saban. You know, retires, mm-hmm. but he could be the next coach. I think he's. I, he's I'm either going to. I'm not guaranteeing he's the next you know, coach, but I'm like. Saying, but if he doesn't win another one at Clemson, I mean, and then Saban retires, it's a very likely place for him. So it's just kind of funny that he gets to play him three years in a row in the playoffs. And the committee don't think the committee's dumb too, or college football is dumb. They could have put Bama three. They could have put Clemson two, but they put Clemson one and Alabama four, so they play each other. This yeah. Time. And well, and so they can have a different national championship game for sure, but they yeah. get to see this matchup again. Oh, what I was going to say though, coaching, I would say it's pretty close to a wash, but I'll give Saban a little edge. Same. Um, talent on the team would probably be Alabama by a little bit, but yep. it's almost a wash. Mm-hmm. And here's the difference that I like uh, I think quarterbacks are pretty similar, they're both pretty good. But the difference here for me is Jalen Hurts has been there, and Kelly Bryant hasn't. And I, I think. I think, especially in college football, when it comes to the playoffs, it's not as important as the NFL with quarterbacks, but these last couple of years, what have we seen winning? You saw Jameis Winston win. You saw the Deshaun Watsons win. You've seen, yeah, Jalen Hurts won, right? But he's pretty, pretty was good. He, was and he wasn't even the quarterback. A.J. McCarron was. It might have been McCarron, who's the NFL quarterback. I know he's on the bench, but he's an NFL quarterback. Where did Hurts um, win that year? What was it? Three, two years ago. Alabama, Clemson, two years ago. I think it might have been Hurts or it was someone else. I'm... I'm not 100 percent sure, but it might have been Hurts. And then Ohio State, yeah, they had a quarterback carousel, but they had a they have they had quarterbacks that are all in the NFL right now. Two of them are in the NFL playing some type of position, correct? Correct. Like last year, Deshaun Watson, that was a big difference maker, which can bring me to the next game if you want to get there, because I think we both have Alabama. I think Jalen Hurts is the advantage here um, by a slight edge, and I think Alabama in every category has just this tiny edge, you know, right. coaching. Jake tiny. Walker was that was the quarterback. No, we'll forget that. Alabama's an exception. Um, you have Alabama has a slight edge, I feel like, at quarterback. Slight edge in talent and a slight edge of coaching. Yeah, all, and all very slight. Like, like a minuscule. Like, people are like, oh, you're hating on Dabo. Like, no, yeah. he's a great coach. No, it's about the fact that Jalen Hurts has been there for me and Kelly Bryant hasn't. Right. Um, and so I'm going to take Alabama. Now, if you want to jump to the next game, this is where I have a lot of issues because I think Georgia is an all-around better football team. But I see an advantage with Baker Mayfield. I'm gonna let you go ahead first because I, I mean, I feel the same way. But that's all I got for that. Like I'm, it's hard for me to pick, so I want to hear your pick first. But I have, like, my main thought process on this is, I think Georgia's all around better, and I think they're gonna be a bigger, stronger team because they just look dominant this year. Absolutely. And I love this Georgia football team, but and the quarterback's good. Don't get me wrong, but Baker Mayfield's obviously. The quarterback is a, a freshman. Yeah, and this is Baker Mayfield, who's been. This has been the journey. Like this is this should be the year that he gets there. Yeah, you know, this is the year he gets a Heisman Trophy winner, uh, great player. He's been a little bit of a lightning rod to say the least. Which is good though football, for right now. Which college football kind of needs in general. But I think Baker Mayfield. The cool thing about him is he makes every throw on the field. He has a lot of swag. He's gonna throw the ball around. And frankly, I feel like this Oklahoma team's a team of destiny. Now, the only thing that worries me about them is their head coach, Lincoln Riley. is very, very young, and this is his first time coaching a team as a head coach in any level. Yes, but 
he was just sitting there right behind Bob Stoops this whole time. Right. So, I mean, I mean he probably has... Bob, this is Bob Stoops' team. This is yeah. not Lincoln Riley's team. He didn't recruit this team. He probably is around the same playbook. Maybe he tweaks some things like motivationally or practice right, plays, right. but that's he it. Puts his own stylistic twist to things. But in general, yeah, it's, it's the same system run by the same players and the same coaching staff. Minus the head coach and Bob Stoops. But that's the only reason I'm having trouble picking Oklahoma to win the national championship. And I've leaned towards Alabama being the national champion again this year. Well, not again, but two out of the last three years. Is because of the inexperience of if you got to put me Lincoln Riley at head coach versus Nick Saban at head coach in the national championship game, you got to give me uh, Nick Saban. And if you give me Georgia versus Nick Saban, Kirby Smart used to coach under Nick Saban as his defensive coordinator. Saban being a defensive guy, taught him all the tricks. I got to take Nick Saban again, too. Overall, I'm picking Alabama to win the national championship. It's not going out on any limb here. It's not a crazy pick or anything like that, which sometimes I'm, you know, I do it. Yeah. Have you noticed in football, Sammy, what I usually do? Make absurd picks. I say... Hey, I think Alabama's going to win a national championship. And I think New England's going to win the Super Bowl. But I'm pretty standard on this. I think head coach really plays a major role. I think it plays a major role in college football. I mean, the NFL. But I think it plays the most important role in college football. Yeah. Um, see, I'm half and half on that with college football. College football, I agree. But at the same time, when you have that quarterback that nobody else has in college, there's a like little Baker bit of an advantage. Mayfield. Like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. So that's where it, it gets interesting, right? I mean, sure, the reason you have a lot of Ohio State championships and the Florida States and this, right? Coaching. But you also look at, okay, without Jameis Winston, that type of quarterback, would have, would Jimbo have won a national championship of the year? Probably not. Probably not, but do you say – like here's the thing like when i say coaching in college football i kind of talk about the recruiting side of it too as part of the equation james wins is not going to florida state if it wasn't for jimbo fisher's recruiting nick saban's not getting the players that he's getting if it wasn't for nick saban's recruiting okay i feel that but recruiting and coaching are separate are things. separate things absolutely absolutely but like that's the number one thing in college football to me is the head coach because of a recruiting aspect and the in-game aspect now if you're going to ask me what's more important in the game itself, obviously, like once a game starts and the whistle blows and the kickoff happens, you you can't go out and recruit in the middle of a game and go get different players, right? Yeah. So it, then it goes to X's and O's. And in general, I believe that – Nick, what happened? The fly flying around? No, no. I um, got distracted for a second. I was thinking like, oh, we could definitely move the camera over there and use this whole entire studio now. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Saban, on the other hand. Also, we had Drew uh, Putain. I can't say the name. Drew said, Adrew, Drew Sammy, Adrew on Twitter. He said, I'm watching, but it's not letting me type. That's probably my Periscope. For some reason, my Periscope doesn't let people put comments these last couple times, and I can't figure it out. So if you get on Jujur's, George's Twitter or Periscope, he can probably receive comments. I, don't, I had to do one of those. Okay, that, that's, yeah, that's, I don't know what that is. but Yeah, let's do it. So get on George's if you're on mine and try to comment. But try mine again tomorrow because I'm going to try. Um, and Devin, throw out the laughing faces. I don't know if he's laughing at me or you. Which part? I don't know. We're both a little off, well, guys. You know, it's you, been, you I've been drinking. I've been eating. Devin, Devin hasn't been, wasn't here at the beginning of the show. Yeah, Devin, we got a little change. I know we'd love you to hear this. Um, also, let me just get a couple comments. Um, 
Devin said, happy holidays, guys. Love you all. Let's get crunk. Love you too, bro. Thanks for tuning in. And we have an announcement that you missed at the beginning that we'll tell you right now after this. Kofi Kingston said, I like the way Durant keeps uh, keeping a defensive... Keeps keeping a defensive works much, much more effective block party. He, Durant has upped his defensive game. I can't Absolutely. lie. But, um, and on LeBron James especially, he gives LeBron more – no one's stopping LeBron. He gives him more fits. Like, yeah, because he, he's so long. He actually does better than like the Iguodalas that people yeah. act like he does great. That, that's basically yeah. my point. Um, I see Drew just came on our uh, on my Periscope. So what's up, Drew? Um, Devin said, welcome to the show, Christian. You'll love it. Thank you, Devin. Thanks, Devin. And thanks, Christian. Um, Gary Cole said Bulldogs all the way Christian said Alabama And Devin said if I had money to put up Then I'd go with Alabama But I'm just going to go with Clemson for this you game You know what's weird Like especially uh, uh, Georgia To me they're the least likely team Like I don't see any scenario where Georgia wins So naturally they might win See this I, I think they're better than Oklahoma It's just yeah, me too. No, Baker no, no. Mayfield I do. I just That's why I think they, they have uh, That game I'm honest I would st- I'm staying away from betting I'll make a prediction by Come come the weekend but Soon come Yeah soon come But like right now When you just look at it originally I'm like Well Bulldogs I have in like Every category I think they're probably better defensively They're bigger up front And I think they're just a better football team And they have Nick Chubb Better running back And so Love that name Nick Chubb yeah. But it's like Baker Mayfield. I don't know. The dude's like, it reminds me of a Russell Wilson of college and even like a Deshaun Watson, the guy that's going to run around and make some fucking plays that you didn't expect. Absolutely. And uh, go ahead. Tell Devin our announcement. So Devin. Uh, and all who are watching. What? And, and all uh, who are watching. <laughs> we're, we have been doing George's Jungle of Sports. Speak up with Sammy Jorjur in this show. So we decided, all right, that's two and a half hours of content. Why don't we just switch it up a little bit, and we, all we're going to do is this show itself, but it's going to be from 2.30 to 5.30 each Monday through Friday. It's going to be a three-hour-long show. I know it sounds long, but we're going to segment it out in a cool way to where like – Pacific time. Specific Pacific, Pacific time, so Eastern and then Central Texas. That would be 3, 4.30. be 4.30 to 7.30, and Eastern's 5.30 to 8.30. 5.30 to 8.30. Right. So the way we do it is you know, we'll go ahead and watch I – mean, we'll, we'll go ahead and do our show. 2.30 to 3.30 will probably be me and Sammy together. And then around 3.30 to 4, it'll either be me or Sammy by ourselves, giving our, like, you know, our 30-minute take. Give me explain this. Just in a simpler sense, it's going to be a three-hour show where there's going to be parts that might be just George, parts that are just me. We haven't really figured out the times yet, so... Right, right. I mean, we haven't actually figured... I've just, yeah. We're, we're, hypothetically, there'll be parts with me, parts with George. Yeah, and then... Most of a show together. Probably Most two, of, it, yeah. two of the hour two of the hours will be us together, half an hour each, probably by ourselves. And that way, you know, if I'm sitting here for three hours, if you guys haven't noticed, I consume a lot of beverages. I'm gonna have to use a restroom at some point. So that gives us an opportunity since we don't have commercials. Almost like a commercial break, you know, maybe it's like just fifteen minutes of like George by himself at one point, fifteen minutes of me by myself at one point. Also we're updating our uh you know, the show. This way we're gonna have more time to have more for you guys in the show because sometimes with me doing a show and then George doing a show and then this and then this show, we run out of time to like set up what we really wanted to talk about on the show and make it good. Yep. And now we got our new system. Uh, that's why we were off for a couple of days last week. And so we're going to be able to pull up highlights or things. Let's say I'm, I told you guys, oh yeah, the dunk LeBron James did. I'll actually be able to pull it up on the screen is what we're, we're working on here. We're going to pull it up on the screen. You guys will see highlights now and you see it just be a more advanced show with both of us and it'll give you more of an opportunity to see us through a longer period of time yep absolutely that's the best way to explain it 
That will start on Tuesday, uh, which is January 2nd. Yes, yes, Tuesday, January 2nd will be the when we begin doing that. And Devin said, holy fuck, I like that, dude. Not even lying. Either way, you'll know I'm down for whatever. Just don't disappear on me now. Yeah, we will not <laughs> Thank disappear, you, though. my man. And uh, Gary Cole said, cool, love the new times. Great. So, yeah, and our theory is, we're going to be honest, um, we were looking at a lot of like national shows these days, and they're all really long because they have commercial breaks and stuff. We're going to find a way to incorporate our own personal type of breaks, like he was saying. In different types of course, but maybe we play videos for you for like five minutes to give us a break. And eventually, eventually, Facebook and all this is gonna have commercial breaks where we can actually take a break. We can actually take a commercial break and stretch. And so, so we also watched Mike and Mad Dog, the documentary on ESPN for Thirty for Thirty, and we saw they had a five-hour show. And uh, we were just talking about like, hey, this is gonna be the best way for us to do this. It's to be here for a long time. And give you guys, instead of, oh, we're here for an hour. If you don't have that hour, then we're gone for two hours. Then we're here for an hour. Then we're gone for two hours. It's like, we're here for this three hours. Come find us. And, and even if you can only come find us for an hour of it or half an hour, yeah. it doesn't really matter. I mean, as long as, you know, you guys get the opportunity to come spend some time with us, talk some sports. And as we say, sports radio redefined. And that's what sports radio is. I mean, I don't know too many times where even like Colin Cowherd. I love listening to Colin Cowherd show. Or sometimes I listen even to the local guys here in Seattle. I don't listen to the whole entire show. It's just not feasible. Yeah. And uh, some days, some days maybe I do in the background, but um, that's kind of the whole point of it is to be able to be available for that long amount of time, you know? And uh, Drew said what he missed. We're just talking about the new schedule. I think you heard it probably on the Periscope side, but we're doing from 2.30 to 5.30 Pacific time, which is 4.30 to 7.30 Central time, which is... 5.30 5.30 to 8.30 Eastern time every Should single day. be out of school by then, too. Yep. So come check it out. Tell, tell all your friends, too, Drew. Yeah, tell everybody. Tell everyone about it. And the last thing I'm going to say as our kind of our little break here while we until we get back into, the, into sports is, once again, like I said, and I know a lot of you do it, Devin and, all, and our family and our friends, everybody does it for us. But the more you guys share, you know, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube you know, the more it helps us grow the Sant Live family. And uh, we try to give everything out for free. And so that's all we ask from you guys is just some help spreading the word. So everyone can be part of the Sant Live family because we're trying our best to make it one of the greatest sports places to be. Absolutely. Well, great. Um, so we have any comments pertaining to other things, Sam? And um, we'll get on to our next topic, which, you know, kind of like an NFL preview or recap plus guest alliance. And uh, Gary Cole said, guys, it ain't like that five-game losing streak was hard for me to swallow, but we prevailed. I like the underdogs. All right, fair enough. I like uh, it. Who, so what? Right now, they would be the four seed, right? Mm, yeah, AFC yeah. West, because the three seed would be Jacksonville. So most likely, they'd play the six seed, which would either be – no, they'd play the five seed, which would probably be Baltimore. Baltimore-Kansas City matchup. Person. Well, I don't know who gets the tiebreaker if Jacksonville loses and Kansas City wins because they have the same record then. I have no idea. Mm. In Baltimore and – oh, Baltimore won't be the division winner. Right. So, Actually, wait, Baltimore's in the same division as Jacksonville, right? No. Oh, they're the same as Pittsburgh. Sorry. Yep. Jacksonville's with Tennessee. Oh, they can't catch up. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I had some issues there figuring that out. Um, all right. We, we, we got what do you want next? A um, couple comments. Okay. Um, finish the comments. Drew said, I like that. I do tell my friends about you guys all the time, all three of them. 
Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. And Devin said, I share twice sometimes. Thank we appreciate you, that more than you, you'll ever know, bro. And, uh, and uh, Drew said, oh, yeah, how about them Rams? I'll say it first. Um, I made fun of Drew. I made fun of George. I made fun of everybody that's telling me the Rams could win this division this year. I thought, no way in hell. But I also, just to defend myself, it, didn't it, know that. There this, is no camera, by the way. Okay, I'll fix that in a second. I didn't know this magical 30-year-old coach could figure this shit out as well as he did, yeah. number one. Number two, I didn't take into account the fact that the Seahawks were going to have 47 injuries. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair, but, I mean, we both – I mean, I said it earlier. I didn't think the Rams were going to win the division, but I said they're a scary team this year. I had no idea they are going to be as good as they are. And, frankly, it's time to talk about Todd Gurley as being an MVP candidate. He's, especially with some Brady struggles. Especially with some Brady struggles. I think Brady's going to win the MVP, and I think he's very deserving, as always, of an MVP. But in general, Todd Gurley has been the best running back in football. He's been better than Le'Veon Bell even. I mean, the guy has 19 total touchdowns so far. The other day, I believe um, he was one of a first, I think either one of a first or the first player in the history of the NFL to have, what, 250 rushing yards and 100 receiving yards in the same damn game. Like, it's unbelievable. This guy is, is, is just tearing up the NFL. He's running the ball well. He's catching the ball well he had the dynamic uh element out of a backfield that just most teams are not going to be able to defend in the playoffs even i wouldn't be absolutely and utterly shocked if the rams went to the super bowl they're not my super bowl pick but jesus man i mean this guy has done such a great job of rebuilding this team in one year jared goff looks like a legitimate quarterback todd Gurley looks like the best running back in football sammy watkins even looks like a good wide receiver again i just love what this team is doing and I really believe that the L.A. Rams are here to stay. I don't know what's going to happen to the Seahawks in this division because we'll get to Jim, Jimmy uh, Garoppolo here in a bit. But Jimmy Garoppolo is fantastic. Jared Goff is fantastic. The Seahawks are going to ha- got their reign on this division for multiple years. So now what's next? I have no idea. But, but Russell general, Wilson's also fantastic. You know, I, I guess as Sammy said, Russell Wilson's also fantastic. But Russell Wilson, the last few years used to go against in his division a old Carson Palmer that would get injured every year. He was going against John Skelton, against the the 49ers with with God knows nobody, and then with uh, the Rams who had a case Keenum. 49ers were two-time NFC uh, champion. NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, four years ago. We're talking about the last three, four years. In general, the, 40, the Seahawks have had no um, – no competition in that division, and now all of a sudden there's going to be multiple teams of competition. I would be, I wouldn't be shocked if next year we go into the season and the line in Vegas has San Francisco and the Los Angeles Rams as top six Super Bowl contenders. I don't think the 49ers are ready to compete for the Super Bowl, but you know a lot of people are going to be pouring money to Jimmy Garoppolo. Would you be surprised if the NFC West next year, Sammy, at the beginning of the year has three teams: Seahawks, 49ers, and Rams in Vegas? Vegas is not your prediction, but Vegas is top 10 predictions. I'd be a little hesitant with the Niners because of their whole roster wise. Because, okay, I know they're really hot right now because okay, of, yeah, of Garoppolo. But here's this is not what you, this is what fans think. Because like, remember, the Vegas odds are based on how much money is going into these teams. No, I get that. I don't know if they'll be top 10. Okay. I think they'll be, well, they were probably bottom five this year. Yeah. So they're going to be close to top 15. They'll probably be like 12th, 11th, because there's going to be a couple. You got to remember, there's a couple teams that we already know that 
are probably going to have better odds than them. And, and like They're not going to jump like the Seahawks in odds, I probably. I think they will, personally. They don't have a very good roster outside of Garoppolo. You know what, man? It doesn't really matter, though, because in general, it changes so quick in the NFL. We don't know what their offseason moves are going to be like. That's just a, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. It's just about fan perspective, not our perspective. Yeah, I, I still don't know if they're going to be um, – I don't think they'll be top 10. But here's the thing, too. The Cardinals, they're going to be good if they get a quarterback. Right. Bruce Arians can coach. By the way, the Cardinals are almost 500 this year, and they've had to deal with Blaine Gabbard and Drew Stanton. Scary. Yeah, and they lost, they lost Adrian Peterson after they signed him after they had their best player on the team, David Johnson, out. And they still were well, doing well. And Bruce Arians is not leaving. That report like yeah, got rewashed. That, that was all fake. And so yeah. he said no one expected the Rams or Jaguars to be good. I just wanted to get that out of the way because I'm reloading my periscope because it was frozen. And uh, George said the Rams are going to be good. I'll tell you that, but yeah, as a no, public, did I, no, you thought they they might win the division. You're like, I, if the Seahawks have a bad year. What I exactly said was, I believe this team can compete for a wild card spot. Yeah. And they won the division. <laughs> but uh, if the Seahawks didn't have as many injuries as they did, they'd probably still be ahead in this division this year. Maybe. But the Rams are playing above the standard that anyone expected. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, I just think in general, it's going to be a very interestingly tough division for the next my god if the if the cardinals find a way to pick up like a Kirk cousins or even if they draft a quarterback yeah draft a good, good young guy and the division is young i mean look at jared goff young russell wilson young jimmy garoppolo young yeah and it's gonna be interesting it, it, it's, it, it's gonna go from the worst quarterback division in football outside of russell wilson to maybe the best quarterback division in football i mean like Start of next year, even if the Cardinals don't figure it out, it might be the best for with Garoppolo, Goff, and Wilson. Yeah, I know. I mean, and Wilson's pretty young. Where else would be that good? All right, let's go. I mean, the NFC South if Luck comes back healthy, but Mariota's been disappointed. The NFC South definitely. Well, yeah, you got Jameis, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Drew Brees. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it kind of depends. I mean, if the Redskins still have Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, and Carson Wentz, if Dak Prescott goes back to last year's level, which I don't think he will, um, AFC West is not that bad either, to be honest, with Alex Smith, Phillip Rivers, Derek Carr, but it just depends on if he... Yeah, no, I know. But honestly, it's probably the NFC South or NFC West. It would depend if the Cardinals picked up somebody or not. For them to be better than the NFC South, and it depends if Jameis Winston's gonna continue to go up yeah, or, or stay where he's stay at. Stay where he's at, which he's had a very good last few weeks. And a little too too little, too late, but at least he's salvaging <laughs> some of his. Season. George tried to show me an article about or tell me about this article saying Jameis Winston's having a good year. Yes, it says he's made every uh, improvement in every statistical category this year except wins. Which is, anyway, the most important thing. Yeah, as a quarterback. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you I can know. tell me whatever you want to tell me about him statistically. I just know from, like, what what they should be and what they are. It's, like, it's so hard to look at it as a... Success? Yeah. It's definitely a disaster. Like, the, yeah, I mean, but if you look at his stats, they're fine. 65% completions, okay. It's 31 high, highest of his career. Okay, of his career, but like... That's what I'm saying. He's taking steps up this career. He's had his best statistical season of his career, but it doesn't mean it's good. 
Yeah, I mean, he didn't take the leap. I thought. I thought he was going to be like a top five passing leader, and me too. In a lot of categories, if we just go through it straight, like passing yards, he's well, he's missed four games. Okay, I mean, but even you look at completion percentage. I mean, he's what he's ninth or tenth. It's not that great. He's done good on not throwing picks this year as much. Um, yeah, he's in like the bottom half of picks actually. Like, he's like top five and not throwing well, picks. He also missed four games, so I don't know how many he would have thrown in those exactly. four games either. <laughs> so this is where he's kind of looked good, but he's kind of also like you know he's the kind of guy that could have, could have had a five pick game in those four games. Eh? Right? Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is everyone like thought maybe oh is it Jameis Winston now a bust? No, no, he's had an okay season. He's, I think it's kind of the same as Mariota. He's not a bust, but he's not like not doing great. Right, but if compared to Mariota, yeah, I mean Mariota's also not. Have, I mean, at least he's gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, maybe not. They're one win out of the playoffs, so Tampa Bay's probably losing a coach and and not. Yeah, even I, close. I bet you Tennessee's coach gets fired too, unless they make the playoffs and win a game. Right. So, right. I, I'm not betting anything actually. <laughs> In that case. All right. All right. Let's go through some. How did we get into that conversation? Um, I don't know. Okay. As usual, as usual, Sammy. I don't know how we end up where we end up. Um, Drew said, "Dude, did you hear about what Jeff Fisher said?" I didn't. Oh, he did. He said like. uh, (laughs) Sammy's like, oh shit. No, he he talked about like how this was his team. Oh my god, what did he say? Like, um, he. Oh yeah, he had. He said Jeff Fisher said he had a lot to do. Like he should be getting the credit, not Sean McVay on the surging Rams because he did the roster. And I was like, I get that, but we also have seen you have a lot of rosters where you can't figure it out. Here's something I want to tell Jeff Fisher: Have you seen Jared Goff this year? He looks pretty damn good. Have you seen Case Keenum last this year? He looks pretty damn good. Did you see them last year under you? They look pretty. Yeah, and bad. here's the thing: Jared Goff. That's excusable. Actually, that's a wash because he was a rookie last yes. year. But Case Keenum. Now with a good coach, and you had a good roster last year, by the way, is all of a sudden good, but you're not coaching him well. The tough part about it with Jeff Fisher, though, is because you've seen him go to Super Bowl before with Tennessee, right? And so he's been a good coach before, but it's like, you know, he's not great. Exactly. He's Mr. 500. Um, Sweet CC, though, by the way, now I remember how we got into the James Winston conversation, says the AFC East is the worst QB division, though. They are just only Brady. Yeah, Cutler's not doing that great. Um, who else do we got? Cutler's not doing great. Tyrod Taylor and Christian Peterman. Who knows who's going to be the quarterback? And for the Jets. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a horrible division. And Tom Brady's 40, so like, there's going to be a point one day. I don't know when. I love Tom Brady, so it's like I'm not saying this as a – it's almost like a LeBron and Tom Brady thing. They're both at one point going to have to slow down. <laughs> yeah, and in general – the funny, like, if you eat enough avocado ice cream, I guess you'd be all right. Yeah, but not really. So, he's gonna something's gonna happen. Don't juice bar me, bro. Um, Tyler said, "What's up, guys? How was your holiday break from Sant Live? Fantastic, What's good, bro. Tyler, the show's moving to two thirty Pacific time to five thirty Pacific time, so five thirty to eight thirty Eastern every day." Yeah, just by the way, yeah. we, we we had a long explanation, but we got thumbs up from everybody. Um, you're going to see a three-hour show every day from us starting January 2nd. Instead of three separate shows, one show for three hours. Three hours from 5.30 to 8.30 your time. We're going to have more videos up on the screen. We're going to have more content, and it's going to be awesome. 
Um, and Tyler said, honestly, wouldn't be surprised if any team makes it to the Super Bowl in the NFC. As for the AFC thing, I think it's the Ravens or Titans would be a huge teams like the Ravens or Titans would be a huge surprise. I agree. Listen, I've said this even the other day. The Seahawks, if they get in as the sixth seed and they play the Rams, I wouldn't be that shocked if they beat the Rams and go on to the next round and then win a big game and go on to the next round. If the Falcons get in as the sixth seed, wouldn't be that shocked if they made it to the Super Bowl. Like, especially with the Eagles and the Vikings up top. Absolutely. Like, any team can make the Super Bowl from the NFC. As for the AFC, I can see, like, the Jaguars shocking you and making it to the AFC Championship, but it's going to be either the Steelers or Patriots that end up in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Um, Drew said, honestly, I'm honestly scared about the 49ers. They get a high draft pick plus Jimmy G. He's looking really good. I know. It's so... It, it, this team is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I saw that video you shared of Jimmy G. Like, like remind, Him and like, Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it like half asleep. That was like midnight last night, right? I was like half asleep, and I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, we, we'll probably post it. I'll, I'll, maybe we'll post it as an article on, face, yeah. uh, on our Facebook Instant article. Yeah, it is a dope video because they're the same person, Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. Tyler said even the Cardinals, they're still keeping the band together. Yes. I agree. I Andrew agree. said, I really want the Rams to win this week. They would go from 4-12 and 12 to 12-4. and four. Um, He said, I knew they would be this good. I had faith in my team. Okay, but outside of team faith, people didn't think he was going to be this good. If it's, they're not your team. Um, Devin said, I think that UCLA quarterback is going to the Pats. Rosen? There's no chance. No chance. You know where Rosen's going, Sammy? Not the Browns. To the New York Giants. That's I could see opinion. that, yeah. Just especially his name, Josh Rosen, quarterback, New York Football Giants. Yeah, I mean it's a California kid name, but that's thin. Josh Rosen sounds like a guy who should play for the Giants. Like, is a Jewish name? Yes. Yeah, but that's not. He doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's yeah. a California kid that's like used to the sunshine. Like, it's a little. I don't find it to be that a. Uh, that like oh Giantsy, but if he goes to the Giants, that's great. I think he'd be great for them. But I, I don't find it to be like. He seems like a Giants guy. He actually, to me, seems like a San Francisco 49er type of quarterback. Ooh, I can see that too. Yeah. Now with Jimmy G. Yeah, but, but, that, but that, was, that was very good. Drew said, did you see my tweet about it? I tweeted like right after I seen that. Uh, and he said, I did not. I did not. And, uh, De- and he said, do you think the Pats will trade up, Devin? And he said, the way he's already taking control of his career makes him look disciplined enough to be on a good team like that. I don't know about trade, but I do know that they're going to want a quarterback from the draft and start over. Rosen wants to be drafted late in the draft. Last time Pat's drafted late, they ended up with Brady. It's murky face. You know, Josh Rosen is finding a way to get teams to not draft him because he's pretty much saying, like, I won't play for you. Right. Like, I won't play for the Browns. Yeah, but I think that's the only team he wouldn't play for. And Josh Rosen is going nowhere past the second pick of a draft because either the Browns or someone trades up to get that second pick because Josh Rosen is supposedly going to be that good. I don't know. I'm not a scout, so... That's what they say. He's better than Sam Darnold, I think. You can kind of see it. When they yeah, he makes better, better throws. But Darnold is a bigger guy. Yeah. I, Looks I, like I think less it's injury pro. Overrated in the NFL right now recently. Like, bigger guy in the sense that he's bigger, like, bulk-wise. But, like, as long as you're not, like, little and skinny, mm-hmm. you're fine. Because Rosen's not, like, little skinny. Right. Like, he's not like a Johnny Manziel or, like, a RG3 little skinny. He's still a pretty, like, decent-sized guy. Right. He's tall. Those guys have been fine in the NFL. The only issues really had is like the RG3s, the 
the Johnny Mandel's like the small and tiny, the tiny and skinny. That's where you really get the problem. I mean, Absolutely. look at Russ Wilson. He's short, but he's just he's just a short, like strong guy. Yeah, he's, he's gonna he's, live. He's built well, well enough to yeah. survive those type of hits. But so is Rosen. You yeah, know, yeah, he's been I'm saying, fine. I'm saying I just think Rosen's bigger. I mean, Donald's bigger. That's the only thing. Like for Cleveland, yeah. maybe in the cold weather, it'd probably be. I, mean, I know he's a California kid, but his body yeah, but style can survive. Like, at the end of the day, whether or not I, you always just want the better quarterback. Yeah. 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 Right. That's how I see it, at least. Um, Gary Cole said we handed we had handed Brady in the bunch an L in Week One. So in my books, we win against them in the in the Super Bowl. Or in the bowl. So, well, you're not, they can't play in the Super Bowl. No, but they can play in the AFC Championship. The game. Chiefs are a team, unless Andy Reid. are sleeping on them. But Andy Reid seems to fuck up a lot in big moments. And not a good, he hasn't been good in the playoffs, right? True. One time, they went to the Super Bowl with the Eagles, but they didn't win. That's true. Not been a good playoff coach. Playoff record has not been good. But, in that AFC, I mean, if they play what? Jacksonville round two, or who they play round one, like, they play with, let's say they end up playing like the fucking Titans round one. I'm betting Casey at home. Right. So it's going to be interesting. Drew said, yeah, but every mock draft I see has him going really high. Devin said, right, which is reasonable considering his skill set. Remember, uh, he doesn't want to be drafted early to the wrong team. If he can control that, it'd be good. And um, Drew said they would be scary with the Rosen with the Giants. They would be, though, because they have a good defense. And it, but the, you need an O-line there. That's Yeah, especially for a young quarterback. He's not, that's why I think... Maybe Eli stays a starter next year, even if they take a quarterback high in the draft. To even if they get Ra- Rosen, just put him on the bench one year that's behind. What, that's what I'm thinking. All these guys that sat behind quarterbacks ended up being fine. Right. They're better off. Dak would have been better off behind Tony Romo for a year or two. Right. And it's hard. A lot of these rookies take some huge lump surfers here. Look at someone like Aaron Rodgers who sat maybe too long behind Brett Favre, but really is it too long? His body stays healthy. He'll probably play the same amount of years in general. It's just he Brady's playing into 40 because he sat behind uh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe to start. I mean, that, and he, he probably learned. He probably learned some stuff. There's some exceptions like Russell Wilson just was like, just his IQ is ridiculous that he figured out how to start right away and right. be fine. But is there really any harm in it? Jared Goff even sat on the bench. Everyone hated on the Rams and Jeff Fisher. I'll give him credit for this. It's probably good he didn't throw Jared Groff in week one and let right. him kind of no, no learn. To. Yeah, there's, there's no, it's not necessary. All right. Um, Tyler you. said, I really wish we would draft a running back, but I know time is coming for us to look at a quarterback. Also, Drew said, yeah, but I think he's going to hold out until he gets traded to the right team, question mark. Devin said, I still think he's going to end up on a good team. He's cherry picking. Um, Drew said, geez, George, I really like Josh, but second, I'd say in the four – to seven-ish range. I don't think he'll be like Deshaun. I think he's going to go first or second. Yeah, I think he might go first. I think he's the number one overall pick. No, well, the Browns won't. They'll, they'll trade out. Well, yeah, but well, see, that depends. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Okay, maybe they, they want Darnold at like one, let's say. Or maybe they just could take Darnold at one, yeah. Or they take Rosen at one, then trade him. Like, that works too. Yeah, trade him for assets. Yeah, I mean, I think if it – don't forget, you also have uh, Josh Allen who's going to be really good. Uh, Drew um, got him. Drew Locke from Missouri who's also supposed to go in the first round. You got four guys who should go in the first round this year and Baker Mayfield. Whether people think he's a pro or not, he's going in the first round. Interesting. Speaking of the Browns, remember uh, Hugh Jackson said if they go 1-15 again, he'll jump in the 
jump into the lake. lake. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he's making good on a vow, and Hugh Jackson says he'll jump into Lake Erie after the season. Um, what a liar! Who's gonna jump into the lake with me? He's a liar. Well, because they're well, no. If they go zero and sixteen, they didn't go one and fifteen again. That's not lying though. That deserves to fucking swim if they go even I worse. Know, I know. I'm just giving him a hard time. You know what? Uh, Hugh Jackson fan now. Maybe not as my head coach, but glad he's in the league. He's fine. He's fine. I think he's fine too. Um. Devin said he's going to pull at Eric Bledsoe if he gets drafted early. Um, Gary Cole said, who do you all think the Chiefs, the Chiefs in the, who do you think is going to the Chiefs in the draft? I hope we draft, I hope we draft so game Bulldogs next year. Well, the Chiefs, they're not going after a quarterback. Kareem Hunt, they got the run back. They're not going to go for receivers. To be honest, their defense was supposed to be really good, but it was slightly underwhelming. They had a couple injuries. Yeah, but. Is it time to maybe start to look for like a young backup to learn behind Eric Berry because he he had the cancer, he had some injuries this right. year. Um, Marcus Peters is a fucking head case. Yes, from UW. He's good. He's good, but he's the kind of guy that might get in trouble one day. Um, I would just keep stacking that defense. Yeah, I mean that's the best thing you can do: stack the defense. Hope that the defense does uh, continue to improve. Maybe you get, your weapons on offense are pretty good. Of Tyree, maybe a possession receiver. I don't know. The Chiefs have pretty good all around. It's just about putting it all together to get to the. I mean, look, there's no harm in going ten and six and making you know this far. You're a good team. Yeah, I mean, it's not like blow up time, right? Um. Uh, Drew said, "LOL, go get the next Sean McVay," and uh. Um, Devin said, Sam, you just made a good point. Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Romo, also was uh, also behind Bledsoe. Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G. We didn't even bring that up. Yeah, I mean, this is where... Jimmy! Jimmy is fucking so good. I know. And even, I mean, just in general, we got to remember, sometimes, especially with quarterbacks, they're not going to be good right away. Even look at a Case Keenum right now. I'm not saying he's perfect, right? But it took him some time to figure out the NFL, and now that he's figured out, he looks like a pretty decent quarterback. Right? I uh, mean, Ben Roethlisberger didn't even start the season as a rookie. He started behind Tommy Maddox. I mean, just look in general. Joe Flacco didn't start as a rookie. He's had a nice long career. Uh, in general, you don't need to rush these guys right away. Carson Palmer uh, didn't start right away in his career. He played behind John Kitten. Um, in general, it seems like John we have Kitten. gotten away. <laughs> We've gotten away. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. We've gotten away. And I think, you know who else? I think Matt Stafford started, was back up to John Kitten as well. Yeah, yeah. In Detroit, in Detroit, and then in Cincinnati, Carson Palmer backed up Kidna for a little bit. But the point. I'm what about Andy Dalton? <laughs> yeah, the point I'm trying to make here is I don't know what happened and when this change happened that we can't wait for quarterbacks to sit behind a guy to learn. Like now, it seems like oh, we draft him first. You got to start the rookie. Like no, you don't. When did that shift happen? Like we didn't draft this rookie to be good tomorrow. We drafted him to like. Have a good yeah. You were 10 one years. and fifteen last year. What is this rookie like going to be God and make you ten and six? That's he. That's why it's ridiculous. Right. Um, Gary said, "Sorry, y'all. Weather is messing with my phone, but I hope we draft a somebody from the Georgia Bulldogs." Hey, so you're a Georgia fan and a Kansas City fan. Wow. Um, you yeah, have some exci- exciting weeks. Exciting time for football right now. Yeah, seriously. Um, Drew said, "But behind Case Keenum, I would have given him the keys right away." Remember, Drew. Case Keenum is not bad. First of all. Number two, he's a tear it up at the University of Houston. Yeah, I mean he's not bad. I think Jeff Fisher is just not a good quarterback coach. Right. And Case Keenum had to play the horrible Texans team and the horrible Rams coaching staff. But now 
you got to look at this. Like, Jared Goff's better off because he sat some game and had time to not just get fucking hit and play like shit and have his his ego just drop and his confidence drop. He's fine. Right. Um, Gary Colson, I think Alex Smith is going to the Browns in, in the draft. <laughs> it would help him. Alex Smith um, on the Browns, they'd be a better football team. They've been like three or four games. Yeah, they'd be pretty good, actually. Um, he's super smart and would make a killer GM, is what Drew said. Said some scrubs who can do shit in L.A. and go to Minnesota, a place where his washed-up Rams QB go to revive their careers and balls the fuck out. Yeah, him yeah. and Bradford. Yeah, but you got to remember, too, like it's not like the Minnesota has an offensive head coach. They have Zimmer, who was a defensive coordinator in Cincinnati. So that, that's saying something about their talent, too. They're, he's doing it in a non-offensive system. Yeah. Um, and Devin said, I know who Keenum is. I was just cracking jokes. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you were just joking. Very good, very good. All Where right. are we at? All right, uh, we got about 15 minutes left. Um, do you want to guess the lines or do, or call it a shorter show? I would love to guess the lines. Okay, let's do it. If you'd like to guess the lines. I'd love to guess the lines. I know, like, I told you I know one of them. Okay, so we'll skip that one. Okay. All right, week 17. We're going to guess the betting lines, my people. Um, so let's get it. Um. All right, George. All right. First game is Green Bay at Detroit. All right. So here's the thing with these lines: like, it's, it's so hard to predict because, like, okay, both teams are not playing for anything. Give me Detroit minus three and a half. I have no idea. Week seventeen is funky. At Detroit. Yeah, like, I have no idea. Do you? <laughs> I'm gonna go Detroit minus six. Okay. No Rogers. Like, come on. But no, nothing to play for. Um, but, but still, I mean, nothing to play for. You still know which, which team is better. Right. I mean, in general, but like, they're going to play like Matt Stafford's not going to not play. Why would, why would he play? He's going to play because they play. I mean, they're not, they didn't announce him as a bench player. Right. Wow. Um, I said minus six Mm -hmm. and it's minus six and a half. So you got it. I got that one. Okay. Next up we have. See, I knew it was going to be something like that. Um, uh, Devin said, equals suck. He said, hey, Pops. His dad's out here. What's up, Pops? And Gary Cole said, Lions win. Yeah, and go ahead and comment who you guys are going to think is going to win. Um, we're going to go through the lines and guess you know, what the betting line is, but go ahead and let us know who you think is going to win. Um, all right. We have uh, Houston at Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis minus three. George does Indianapolis minus three. Yeah, and I don't, we don't need to say much about this game. Uh, I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to go with Indianapolis minus one. Okay. Uh, yeah, Indy minus one, just because that, that's a really bad game. Ugh. Right? I mean, like, what? That's, that's, a, that's what I talk about, nothing to play for. Like, at least you have like a good quarterback for the lions. Like this is just backups on backups that just aren't good at sports. <laughs> All right. What's the, what's the real line? line? All right. The line here is Indianapolis, a three and a half. Oh, so wow. George gets that one. All right. I'm kind of mad about that. I thought it'd be different. All right, George, Chicago at Minnesota. Minnesota minus 13 and a half. You think that high? I don't know. What else could it be? 
are they are they they're not clinched yet, right? They've clinched. I don't know if they've clinched. Yeah, they've clinched a two seed, I believe. I believe. I could be wrong, though. Let's see, that, that's a... Um, no, they haven't clinched a two seed because if Carolina wins, because Carolina beat Minnesota, and yeah. Minnesota loses, and New Orleans loses, Carolina's a two seed. Oh, shit. So they have to win this game. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean they need to. It would be better. They need to win this game. Um, so obviously, I think Minnesota's going to win, right? Yeah. But for odds purposes, you said 13 and a half? Yes. I'll go minus 13. All how, right. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? What is it? Minus 11 and a half. So I barely got it? No, I got it. I said minus 13. You said minus 13 and a half. It's minus 11. Oh, I thought you and said a half. 13 and a half. You said 13 and a half, bro. Wow. I have it written okay. down. That's fair. No, no, that's fair. So I got that one. Cool. Um, and you, because Chicago's not that bad. You know? Yeah. So I, I had a feeling. Okay, New York Jets at the Patriots. So Patriots need a win to get the one seed, to guarantee the one seed. I'm going to go. I'll say it's Patriots um, minus same thing, minus 11 and a half. Patriots minus 12. So 11 and a half, you have 12. It is da -da -da, minus 15 and a half. Wow, I won that one. That's pretty high, though. Yeah, well, I figured. I thought it was going to be a little higher from what you said. So I'll just... I thought it would be the same as the Minnesota-Chicago. I mean, because it's probably about the same kind of matchup. Yeah. Um, uh, but... Um, but I like what Brian Franklin said. Brian Flanker said, good teams win, great teams cover. Bears cover easy. <laughs> I, have, I have a shirt that says that. Oh, well, what is going on here? Uh, and the Patriots, sweet season, the Patriots look like they have the same farming player system as the Yankees. Their trades are all so good. She thinks the Lions win, the Colts win, the Bears win, and the Patriots win. I agree with those. Me too. Except for the Bears. Well, I could see, you never know. I think the Bears will cover that, Bri. I think they'll keep it close. Because I don't think Minnesota's going to want... I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. George, uh, we have the Washington Redskins at the New York Giants. I, I'm not watching that game. Why not? I don't know. Wh 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 which quarterbacks are going to stay on... Are more likely to stay Kirk Cousins or Eli Manning? More likely, I would say Kirk Cousins. Me but, too. I mean, that's just because like, he's young. Is that New York? Yeah. New York minus one. No way. Oh, my God. I'm going to go with Redskins. What, Reds, I'll just say Redskins minus one. No, I'm going to say even because I think it's around the Redskins side. If I really had to guess, I'd say like Redskins minus two or three. Kirk Cousins is playing for a contract again. Um, but I'm going to say even just so I can get the win. Okay. You have your favor in the Giants. Yeah, minus three Washington. That's what I thought. Okay, I got that. I was, no way. Dude, Washington's, the, Washington's one of the best Worst teams I've ever seen. I know. It's just I don't know week 17. These teams like I have nothing to really play for. But Kirk Cousins does. Sure. What do you mean sure? Like He's trying to get another $20 million. Kirk Cousins plays good this week. Is it going to change everyone's mind on that organization about what they want to do? Because uh, he played well against the Giants week 17. No, but it's going to help his argument when he's like, oh, if I had my last three weeks are good instead of you had a shitty last game. Sure. I'm, I'm rooting for Kirk Cousins. Cowboys versus Eagles, and it's in Philadelphia. Another game that doesn't matter. 
Cowboys, Eagles. Um, Nick Foles sucks. He doesn't suck. He had a bad game. His bad conditions is fucking freezing. But it's going to be freezing the rest of the playoffs. Um, Cowboys at Eagles. I'm just going to go with Eagles minus three and a half. Wow, that's pretty low. I know it's higher than that. I'm just going to say minus four. It's probably like my my guess is minus seven and a half, really. You're guessing Eagles minus seven and a half? No, I'm saying four because I know it's higher. Than okay, that. well, I, I'm right. I win because I said what? Minus three and a half Eagles? And I say four. It's minus two and a half Dallas because we're idiots and the Eagles already clinched the number one seed. I'm I win. so stupid. <laughs> I win that one. <laughs> minus seven and a half because I know it is, but I'm going to say three and then it's like minus two and a half Dallas. Um, I still think Eagles might win that game because yeah. Dallas has nothing to play for. But um, now that I think about it, Dallas wants to like win. Dallas will want to win this game more than the Eagles to at least like finish off their season on a good mood. Sure. And the Eagles already clinched the one seed. All right, best game of the week: Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus fourteen. Okay, so. The Patriots, you said 14. The Patriots are 15 and a half against the Jets, so I'm going to say 15. Oh, that's, that's a good that's good. Line. I'm going to go with 15, and it is, oh, wow, 10 and a half. What? All right, so you got that one. Steelers, 10 and a half. Okay. But the predictor score is, the predictor score, the predicted score on Odd Shark is 35 to 8, and the spread's 10 and a half. I don't know anything, Sam. Isn't that kind of low for that? Yeah. If, and that's the same as the Bears-Vikings? And the Steelers, Sammy. Don't, do, they have, they, do they have it locked up? No. no. If no. the Steelers win and the Patriots lose, the Steelers are the one seed. Interesting. All right. This is actually the best game of the week, probably, or one of. Panthers at Falcons. This is a great game. You go first here. I'm going to go Panthers minus one and a half. I'm going to go Falcons minus three. Really? It's at Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, they need to win this game to get to the playoffs. I'm going to go Panthers minus one and a half. I think Panthers, are just, they know they're a better football team. I do. Let's see. It is. It, wow, you got it. Atlanta minus four. Wow. I possibly would bet on the um, Panthers. Panthers. They need it. If they win in the one. What time is that game, though? See, that's where it kind of – it's a 125 game. They moved all the games that, meet, that had playoff implications, like the Seahawks, and the, to the same time. Well, if Minnesota loses or somebody early games, then Carolina will know that if they need a win, they can get the two seed. Right, but I think they might have moved Minnesota to the 1 o'clock game, too, or no? No, 10 o'clock. Okay. Uh, Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs at Broncos. Another game that doesn't mean too much. Give me the Chiefs minus six. Chiefs minus six. I'm going to go Chiefs minus five. All right. And it is, I win that one because it is the Broncos minus three and a half. So obviously the Chiefs, oh, of course the Chiefs. They're locked. They're locked. Yeah. Duh. That's that's why I just took a lower number of the years. Like, does he have some insight on this that I know? Remember, because we were talking about can the Chiefs move up? Of course they can. They're starting Mahomes for a reason. This game means nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, I won that one. Ah, week 17. What a time. What a time, yeah. Um, all right, we have Jaguars at the Titans. This game means some stuff. Because if there's the a lot... Jags can Jags move can, up a spot. The Jags can move up a spot technically if the Steelers lose. And but Titans need, need to, to win. win. But if the Jaguars don't show anything... 
most likely their first round matchup will be Titans at Jacksonville in the playoffs. So do they show them stuff and eliminate them? I'm going to guess no. No, yeah, they do. They just fucking get them out of there. Yeah, but don't you want to play them? <laughs> no. That's true. They either play them or like the Chargers. I'd way rather play the Titans. Me too. Jacksonville minus three. Jacksonville minus two. Okay. Oh, my God. That's a weird one. <laughs> Do you see? That's why I don't like week 17 guessing the lines because there's so many like factors. That I'm like, well, yeah. do they want to play each other? See, I knew the Titans would be favored. That's why I went with minus two to the oh lower view. Titans minus three and a half. So oh I got that one. God. Because I-, I had a feeling Titans were favored. But again, like you're usually better. You're more of a better than I am. So I was like, he, he has something here. But the- I think this whole like seeding thing is it throwing us both off. Gary Cole put Jaguars minus seven. Yeah, see, I, 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 the Jaguars are a better team, but I had a feeling because yeah, yeah, Tennessee has to win. And the Jaguars kind of need to win, kind of don't. Kind of don't, but kind of do. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Very 49ers, Rams. I know this line already, or I heard it, but I don't know. If well, let's see if it's moved. Yeah. Nobody gets a win on this. Okay. What do you have? G- Jimmy G plus three. At the Rams, because yeah. the Rams are locked. Yeah. So I, it, let's see if it's still there, but... uh. I would I would say minus two, it's at three and a half. Okay. Okay. Doesn't count though because doesn't we we take we take tally to see who gets the most right. Yeah. Um, Bills, Bills in Miami. In Miami. Yeah. Bills, Bills have playoff chances. Yeah, they're no good, but they but have, they have playoff chances. They do have playoff chances. Give me Bills minus three. I'll give take Bills minus three and a half then. Okay. And it is two and a half. Damn it! I yes, could have got that one. I have no idea. That's the horrible spread. The, the the Dolphins have nothing to play for. I know. And the Bills do. Yeah, but didn't Jay Cutler's last game of his career, maybe. Dude, so what the fuck does that have to do with it? Uh, Raiders. He's gonna leave us wanting more. That's what. He's gonna throw like nine touchdown passes and get a contract next year. No, I just retired. Like I told you, I'm pretty good. I just don't care. Or get another $12 million contract. That, that works. Wouldn't hurt. Uh, Raiders at Chargers. I'm going to take Chargers minus six. Raiders at Chargers. I'm going to take Chargers minus 10 because it's a must win. I'm going to take minus six. And... All right. Well, neither one of us gets the win. It's at eight. Cool. Wow. That was kind of weird. That's never happened. No. We've never had a push. No, we have, I'm sure. I don't think so, bro. All right. We just pushed. Okay, it's at eight. It's pretty high. Mine was probably pretty a little too low. Yours was a little too high. Right. I, I would have. I wouldn't. Eight's a little high for me though. I thought it'd be more like seven, possibly. Then, that's that's fucking really high, isn't it? Yeah. Raiders aren't that bad. No. They just competed with the Eagles in Philadelphia, and they're obviously they knew they're out of the playoffs. They just don't want to tank, probably. Cardinals. This is gonna be interesting. The Seahawks spreads have been really weird. Cardinals at Seahawks. Seahawks minus 11 and a half because they must win. Oh, my God. I I'm just going to take 11. It's going to be like six or seven, I bet. But I'm going to take 11. Um, it's nine and a half. Because okay, he was higher than you thought. Yeah, but they, yeah, like, bro, they've, I, been, they've been underdogs at home like three I times know, this year. But this is a game that means – like, I don't know. This is and they just went out and beat Dallas yeah, when everyone was like, they're done. And now they're like, maybe they're not done. Yeah, it's, it's uh, week 17 is hard. Yeah, I got that one, though. Uh, Saints – at Buccaneers. <laughs> Where you go first? Um, what are the Saints' implications again? They win 
they guarantee the South Championship. So they would be a home home field. Yep. And what about they can't get the two seed though? I don't know. Fuck it. Saints minus five and a half. Saints minus six. <laughs> it is fuck, it's seven. Yeah. This is so fucking annoying. I know. This is this this week's kind of tough because it's like yeah. like fuck. Like, I don't I know. know. Uh, Bengals at Ravens. You know how you win these, Sammy? Huh. You go second. Yeah, but it's your turn. Right? <laughs> I know. Bengals at Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Ravens must win. Bengals last game for Marvin Lewis. Wow. At Ravens, you said minus ten. Minus nine, then minus nine and a half. Okay. All right, let's see who gets it. Um, I'm going to say minus nine and a half because I think the Bengals aren't that bad. Wow, minus nine and a half, Baltimore. Wow. You got it on the dot. And that's yeah. how you end this game. Um, you won, right? I think you just won. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have one, two, three, four, five, six. I went eight to six. All right, cool. What a time. Um, We got a bunch of comments, you know, guessing the lines with us. Thank you for doing that. Our playoff lines will be next week. That's always fun. We'll be giving out our picks later this week. Um, What a time to be alive. I'll I'll read these out really quick. Um, Gary Cole said Houston. Devin said, aha, just messing with my dad. He's an Eagles fan. Gary Cole said Minnesota. Um, Devin said, you guys got jokes. We have Gary Cole saying Pats. Skins win by, but not that much. Minus seven. Eagles by three. Wow. Brands, Browns by three. Atlanta minus six. Jaguars minus seven. Rams plus three. Bills plus ten. Chargers plus three. Saints minus three. Christopher Hardy um, says the Ravens. Gary Cole said the Raiders got caught cheating, heating up balls on their sidelines. I didn't know that. I Did you? That, yeah. Devin says Eagles 42 to 15. Cowboys with five field goals. Yeah, the, the Cowboys kicker, man, was supposed to be really good. Yeah, that's uh, Cowboys kicker struggled against the the Seahawks the other week though, yeah, which was weird. All right, remember guys, couple things before we sign off. Um, we'll be on tomorrow and on Friday. We're not taking any more time off. We'll be here this rest of this week, but at three to four thirty our regular time. So whatever it's ending right now, an hour and a half for that. Starting January second, the day after New Year's Day, we will be doing a three hour show. That'll be our only show of the day is a three-hour show, unless we have some side clips or some breaking news. You never know. But we're having a three-hour show, which is going to incorporate me. It's going to incorporate George. It's going to incorporate both of us. We don't know how much of each yet. We're going to be testing it. There's going to be new technology, things coming on the screen, et cetera, et cetera. Three hours from 2.30 Pacific time to 5.30 Pacific time, which is 4 to 7.30 Central, which is 5.30 to 8.30 Eastern. We love all your guys' support. This episode was brought to you by Freshly. Um, fresh food, never frozen. You can go to Freshly.com and use promo code SONT, S-O-N-T, and you'll get six meals for just $39, their best deal ever. Our podcast is back up. Find us on iTunes, just type in SONT Live. Find us on SoundCloud, type in SONT Live. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, everywhere. My goodness, Facebook. Find us there, support. Like I always say, we give you free content. All we ask back is for support, the sharing, yeah. and the love. We love you all. Episode 335. And I'll let you sign off today, George, but everyone stay cool. All right. And that being 
Sam. You've been brought, we're coming at you live and direct from the Zon Live Studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on Facebook.com slash Zon Live, my personal Periscope, G. George Sammy's personal Periscope, George Sammy, or YouTube.com slash Zon Live Sports. That sounds like a race, race horse announcer, right? Oh, you don't have your mic. I'm a racehorse announcer. Stay safe out there. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. Right now at T-Mobile, get an awesome iPhone XR on us when you bring your family over and trade in your old device. Because whether you have mom, dad, or a friend on your mind, it's a gift so bold and brilliant, you'll want to keep it for yourself. Most importantly, it's on us in six vibrant colors. Plus, with unlimited everything from T-Mobile, the awesome iPhone XR will have everyone snapping, streaming, and sharing to their heart's content all year long. But don't wait. It's only for a limited time. So visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE and get iPhone XR on us. If congested, customers using more than 50 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Qualifying trade-in, port-in, service, and finance agreement required. Contact us before canceling our credit stop and remaining balance due. 64 gigs, zero down, plus 3125 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price, 749.99, 0% APR. One offer per account.